Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. Joining me, as always, in one of my favorite one of his hats, Mr. Andy Molitor. What did you think? I kind of bailed on the game, and it seemed like it was an okay decision. I mean, the Chargers won. The Raiders weren't very good. Did, did, did I miss anything interesting in that second half? The Raiders tempted fate by... Well, not only like stomping all over Drew's second half play immediately, but they did the thing where it's like, all right, we're going to turn it on. But man, they, they just, they didn't, it was too little too late. Their defense was never going to be a defense that really kept a good offense like the Chargers down. They needed the offense clicking right away and scoring zero points in the first half was not a good way to win a game like that. Although there was a point when they were driving after a long pass to Henry Ruggs and they were only down seven at that point. And I said, oh, my God, are, they gonna, are, are the Chargers going to charge her this? Which uh, hat tip to Brandon Staley, hat tip to Justin Herbert. I think they've got something cooking out there in uh, San Diego slash L.A. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give San Diego credit. I'm going to say San Diego won a championship when, when the Chargers finally do get one. But, yeah, it was not a great game, especially if, like me, if you got a good number on the Raiders and just saw it dissolve based on, Hey, we're going to run three, you know, runs up the gut with an injured running back into the back of our linemen, punt the ball away and watch Justin Herbert do a Justin Herbert things. Other than that, I mean, you, you nailed it on first touchdown scores, tight ends, just didn't get the right one. That guy was like 40 to one, man. I mean, what, what are you going to do? Win, win a, than that. Win a, yeah. When a third tight end. It wasn't even listed some places. What are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, it's... he was in the field. It's part of the deal. That's why we try to stick to some bigger numbers. I mean, it's the Raiders, I think, finally look like we thought the Raiders would look. So I'm curious to see what happens next week. Again, the NFL, it's always tough week to week. We've seen three weeks of the Raiders looking, you know, kind of good. And now they kind of looked after thinking, I think, all preseason, everybody that I heard, you guys, everything I read, you know, maybe it should be a down year for the Raiders. And then we finally kind of saw that last night. The Chargers are fun, though. I mean, to have all those yeah. skill position players, Eckler's really fun. Herbert's really fun. The couple tight ends they do have, the you know, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. So it's a fun team. I'm curious to see. It's uh, I'm excited to see them play Kansas City again. Yeah, they do play them tough too. Like that is always going to be a good game, especially the way the Kansas City defenses align themselves. That's another total that'll be in the mid 50s right off the bat, and maybe even bet up. Um, didn't get crazy involved. It's funny too. Like the 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 bets that I had on last Sunday's uh, deep dive. Both of them won. Everything else I added throughout the week did very poorly. So maybe I should just maybe I should just stay away from that. So um, I guess I'm I'm sorting through uh, preseason hockey here. But I did bet the Titans minus three and a half, the over in London, and the Green Bay Bengals over. Looking like the Green Bay Packers may have an injured piece to the secondary, which would really be fun for young Joe Burrow and Mr. Jamar Chase. Um, I'll have more NFL later this week as we get into not only a Thursday night game, but Sunday morning early. Very exciting NFL week as we were deprived of our early Sunday morning games last year with the uh, the lack of the London international NFL games, which honestly, I, I never thought I cared about that. But it's like, oh, man, I, I kind of wish so much fun. Eight, I mean, it's I mean, what is it? Nine thirty a.m. for you. It's just perfect. Dude on the east coast you just have a little get breakfast a little football 
it's almost like watching like um you know a major golf event when they actually have coverage early in the morning because you know for some reason the pga doesn't seem to think anybody wants to watch golf any other weekend of the year but all the major tournaments for some reason do great ratings when they have golf in the morning you know you get up you have some breakfast there's the masters they're doing their thing you know so sunday annie instead of getting up and having a figure out maybe which Premier League game I might be allowed to watch and hope all that works out. And that's kind of interesting. No, it'll be football. Football while I'm having yeah, my breakfast. When, when, when you get up and you try to find a Premier League game and then you realize there's not one on, they have a Bundesliga game instead, and you end up watching uh, VFA Stuttgart versus Wolfsburg or something, and you end up betting on that match anyway because it's on. So, <laughs> Speaking of betting on stuff because it's on, the Yankees will take on the Red Sox tonight in wildcard game number one, wildcard game number two tomorrow. I like how they split them up, not only for TV viewing, but also give the good teams who earn their you know direct buys into the DS series you know, an extra day's rest. The Yankees are yep. taking some money this morning, maybe off the J.D. Martinez news, but also just it's the Yankees. I guess they're going to take some money. Uh, well, they're the Red minus... Sox. Can't you make the same yeah. argument for them? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they're both publicish teams. They have both have awful fan bases. No offense to anyone in those cities, no but you guys, you guys are terrible. Oh, 20, 26 <laughs> ring. It's a twenty-seven rings. Twenty-seven rings. Who cares? Yeah, but the Boston, the Boston. It's over like 200 years, like whatever. Yeah, the Boston people are just mean. And I, I know some Boston people that I very much like in my life. So anyway, this total is eight. That has come down a little. I believe that was eight and a half. Uh, we've got Cole Garrett, former Houston Astro on the bump for the Yanks, and Nate Eovaldi. And yeah, it's it was a pretty even series throughout the uh Throughout the season here, I believe the Red Sox actually own a slight edge, 10 to 9. I took a little bit of Boston. Just home dog. Oh, serious, like it, it sucks. I did bet Boston before the J.D. Martinez news. I, I think you can get a 115 now. There's a little uptick in New York money. So I'm going to take the Sox here just based on, you know, the, I talked to a couple baseball people. We got a better coach i think or manager i guess if you want to call it when it is in baseball and a decent lineup and i talked to a former college pitcher about cole garrett's hamstring injury since that's not like that's why he's not looking as good right now like he's still carrying that and the spider tax stuff obviously coming down off that i was actually at cole garrett's first start after the spider tax stuff happened in minnesota it's the only baseball game i attended all year so and you know what it was the twins so it's hard to say but uh yeah twin the revenge of the twins they've lost to the yankees like 30 straight times in the playoffs so i will be taking the red sox for numerous reasons that actually make sense and i just hate the yankees so red sox plus from 10 dog. plus from 15 yeah home dog yeah. love a home yeah, dog home dog coin flip playoff game for sure and if you I think if you are going to back the Yankees, and you know I'm one who may like you be subject to the occasional degen bet, I think you just go Yankees team total overs if you think they're going to win. I mean, I can't see the Yankees winning a game like two to one, three to one, something like that. So if you are looking for a Yankees angle, that was my only other thought. Oh yeah. Oh, and if you want to, if you think the Yankees win the game, maybe grab a little Yankees to win the you know, to win the series when they AL too. There's a some decent numbers on that as well. So um, I love that. Tennis, one and two yesterday, but we won money. Didn't we matter, did. and we got the first one right out of the way. You got the first one out of the way. So <laughs> everything from there was gravy. 
Um, Jan really wasn't competitive, but uh, the other gal I felt like made a match of it. But yeah, Brantmeyer plus three something, no plus plus two. I think she was two fifty five. It was enough. It was enough to know that no matter what happened the rest of the day, we would be up on tennis. So congratulations to first name pending. I don't know it. Brantmeyer for winning yesterday <laughs> over uh, Katie Boulter. And uh, yeah, we'll have some more Indian Wells qualifying bets today and hopefully some outrights tomorrow, I think. Yeah, the tournament starts Thursday. The draw came out last night. I guess bookmakers, Andy, you're busy trying to open NFL lines, the NHL preseason stuff and baseball playoffs and NBA is coming because the draw has been out for a good 12, 13, 14 hours at this point, and there are no first round lines or outrights anywhere. So tomorrow um hopefully they'll be out in the next 24 hours i'm confident but we do still have qualifying today looking at three lines unfortunately we weren't able to find any giant underdogs today but three numbers i really like quite a bit um my hantama playing christina kakova kakova someone um you know we bet against i can't remember if it was in her first qualifying match or even just last week someone that i generally don't think very highly of kind of you know a nice workmanlike player does well in some of the lower level events um my hantama has been playing much better better over the last couple of weeks, kind of a younger player that I see kind of on an upward trajectory. And that's always something I try to get in front of, you know, sooner rather than later. As I look at this at minus 125, I like that quite a bit. I have this out to almost minus 150, minus 160 if I tweak some stuff up even higher for recent play. So I like her quite a bit. And Shua Liang, someone we've backed a couple times. I generally like her as an underdog. She's playing Caroline Dolhide. Again, someone who's a U.S. player, a tour veteran, um, a very solid player, but at the end of her career, and I think just getting a little too much credit for kind of her name, again, Liang is someone, for whatever reason, I, I find that books tend to underprice a lot of the Asian players in, in North America. I don't know what's going on there, but they just don't seem to get the credit that, that I seem to think. A lot of my um, edges, as you've seen the first couple of days here in that way, but Liang, again, I, I'm happy to take her as an underdog, has had better numbers, has been playing better lately than Dullhide. Again, I, I think just Dullhide getting too much credit for the last couple of years, as opposed to what we've seen this season and then Reese Brantmeyer one more time we're going to keep backing her as an underdog she's done very well for us she's playing Martina Trevisan um, an Italian player that I do like to back but only really as an underdog um, I find that as a favorite she's generally very poor um, I was honestly going back and looking at some stuff last night and I have to pull in another couple months of stuff it's hard to get some of those historical line data updated but as a favorite she is a big loser you've done very well the last couple of years just betting against her anytime she's a favorite outside of that of course like Brant Meyer here, um, has much better numbers the last couple of weeks. And in general, um, I have this basically as a pick em. Um, Again, if I start to tweak some stuff, I get Brant Meyer actually to a favorite. So grabbed her at plus 155, plus 150 still out there. Um, poke around, you might even be able to do a little bit better. This is another one where I thought about maybe like a 2-0 bet, but, you know, Trevisan can be kind of tough. And unfortunately, Andy, it's qualifying. So there's not a ton of these lines out everywhere, and there's definitely not any alt spreads. But if for some reason you can find like a Brantmeyer minus two and a half, minus three, minus four, give it a sprinkle. Yeah. And like you mentioned, uh, if you can get a little bit better, I did just get, I got plus 156 just now. I often, I often bet my tennis while you're talking. In fact, <laughs> there's no often about it. That is when I bet my tennis. So I got those three and I'm excited to ride. Yeah. Reese Brantmeyer looks like there is a bunch of alt stuff. I'm going to look at that once we get off the air. Um, Heading to a little bit of golf. I've been light on the golf just because it is NFL season and these tournaments suck, but it's the Shriners Children's Open. Are those which, the guys uh, that drive the tiny cars? 
Yeah. When I think else. Shriners, when I think charity, when Simpsons. I think children, I think Las Vegas. So this is in beautiful, I think Summerlin. It's not technically Vegas, Vegas, but it is Vegas. I think we have two straight weeks in Vegas this time of year because you have CJ Cup next week, which is a goofy one. I don't think that's an event that even has a cut. Somebody did just mention too, uh, Brandon Staley, seven to one for coach of the year still. Maybe that's not the worst look. I want to look at some schedules before I get too involved in that. I'll probably dig into that later this week. Um, haven't dug crazy deep into the Shriners, but I took some of my stuff from previous years, looked at some previous winners, ran some previous numbers, and looked at who's here. Came up with a few outrights I'll be looking at. It's not a bad field. It just lacks the really, really high-end uh, you know, name power i guess from some of the big big names i do believe you'll see them next week at cj but uh abe answer this is not an advantageous course for bombers i don't believe like you really do need to find your way onto the fairway and be a little more accurate i don't think people are going to miss big and the rough isn't super penal as far as how deep the rough is but being able to make that second shot and getting the proper you know, spin, getting the proper loft on it from a nice spot in the fairway. It's going to be super beneficial to people. So I like him, even though he's not a big driver, I think his second shot's going to take him places this week. And this is a super scorable course. There's two. And even, even for the guys who can't bomb, you're kind of at altitude here. You will be able to reach some of these fives in two shots. So there'll be a bunch of Eagle putts, which would be fun. Uh, Usti goes without saying it's, He's just very, very good at golf, and he's 33 to 1. Like, the fact that he's in that secondary group is going to make me bet him. doesn't yeah. matter what I run for numbers. Like, he had a good enough year where no matter what kind of sample size I take on how he's playing, I'm going to want to back him. He's very good. He probably should have a major win this year. Yeah. Adam Scott and Mito Pereira, a little deeper down the board at 60, 65 to 1. These are a couple guys that uh, Mito, Mito actually is a decent driver of the ball. He's been finding greens lately. Putting can be a little suspect at times. In fact, that's probably what's going to hurt him. But these are nice, pure bent grass greens. I think he'll be fine here getting him at a bigger number. I'm almost glad he didn't win last week. You know, gets me a better number here. And then Adam Scott, I'm trying to find exactly why he is this long. He's a good putter. He's great on approach. He's middle of the pack driving distance guy, finds the greens, good scrambler. Just some off the tee numbers aren't as good. And maybe a little bit of his uh is a little bit of around the green scrambling is middle of the pack, but finding him at 60 to one in this field, I uh, I don't mind that at all here. So those four guys, and I'll probably have some stuff out later with some matchups. I'll play a little more matchups this week. I have more time this week. I had to do some other podcasts last week and it just kind of ate into some of my afternoons. Took away from my Too busy. When does the NBA season start? Less of- than two weeks. Less than two weeks. I know you're excited. We brought up some <laughs> award markets. We've been talking first coach fired, even though Shad Khan didn't have the stones to do it this morning. Somebody in the chat, Zane, Zane brought Zane. up uh, Zane brought up the what is it uh coach of the year market we're gonna look at a different league altogether you've done a few of these previews and rookie of the year i don't think you've talked about although you've got the nba chats right now just ablaze with hot takes about uh some of these award markets i gotta catch up with that when we get off the air 
Um, Cade Cunningham, right? Just take the chalk, huh? Yeah, why not? You know, we did that yeah, with Coach of the Year. We took the chalk. It's pretty easy. Uh, no, no, is that what I would say? I mean, a rookie of the year is kind of messy. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, we talk about six man. We talk about most improved. We talk about Coach of the Year, and those are markets that I, I generally like to attack and I find more value in. You know, still poking around MVP. I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point. This was another market that, in, in general, all year, the more I looked at it, the less I liked it. You know, you've got Kate Cunningham, uh, the top odds. Obviously, that makes sense as the number one pick, but I wonder how long it's going to take him a to translate his game to the nba especially on a pistons team that we've got a team total under on um they are not going to be very good you look at a guy like jalen green that's a little better situation but in the western conference you're looking at maybe a higher level of competition a little better talent for him to face there's also a you know more mouths to feed on that team i wonder if he's going to get the ball enough jalen suggs you know he's one of three to four guards fighting for that starting spot in orlando evan mobley we don't know what's going to happen with him trying to fit into the Cavaliers with Jared Allen. So you can really kind of pick apart the top of the list. Some of these middle numbers were, were kind of interesting. You know, Scotty Barnes is a guy with Toronto. I'm curious to see what they can do with him. Sangoon, our buddy Spread loves Sangoon. Um, I think he's actually bet this number and I don't mind it. He's a very talented player. I think if, you know, his injury concerns were a little bit less and, um, you know, he played here in college or the G League instead of kind of being an international guy, he might have been a higher pick. But um, those are pretty good. I mean, did any of these names actually stick out to you, Andy? I know there's been a lot of Josh Giddy love, and I know how much you're cl- how closely you're following the NBA preseason. Yeah, I mean, I've <laughs> I've seen I've seen some stuff on the timeline, and a lot of a lot of my takes. I feel like my priors are so anchored to the draft because the last time I really talked NBA was draft stuff. So, I mean, the fact that the Jalen's and Cade are so low, I mean, that makes sense. But you really do start, got to, you know, you do look at usage. You're going to have to look at not only usage, but opportunity. And yeah, I, I think uh, I've read some good takes from Spread and other people on why they're taking some players a little further down the board. Yeah, and there is a name, but you know, quickly as you look back, LaMelo Ball won last year, Morant the year before that, Doncic, Simmons. Brogdon, Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, Michael Carter-Williams, Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving, Blake Griffin. You know, what you see in that list is generally guys that are the top, you know, five picks in the draft, unless it's somebody like Brogdon, you know, in a year where you had an injury there, um, or it's, a you know, um, in a year like, say, um, sorry, who did I miss as I was looking at? And somebody like, you know, Michael Carter-Williams, where there really wasn't a great rookie that year. Again, everybody kind of off with injury. It's a really solid class. I like it at the top. But like you said, opportunity is key here. And there's a name on the bottom that you might be surprised got put on the list. And there's a reason it's put on the list. I bet that one. Bones Highland. You might know him as Nation. <laughs> yeah, you might know him as Bones. He looks like he might be the best guard on the Denver Nuggets. Jamal Murray's hurt. We're not sure when he's going to be back. Likely out for most, if not all, the season. They've got a couple guys, Monte Morris, Will Barton, you know, solid NBA players, but not top-level talents, not really great creators. More what you have kind of there is almost small forwards that play shooting guard as opposed to, you know, the Nuggets are really lacking a point guard, another creator. I mean, they run so much of their offense through Jokic and, you know, not to overreact to preseason, but let's overreact to some preseason here. Highland has looked great. I love the way he's attacked and gone out there and looked comfortable playing against other NBA guys, the way he's talking about, you know, his general level of confidence. Mike Malone was saying all the right things about getting him some playing time. Jokic hasn't complained about him. He doesn't really say a lot of nice stuff about people, but he doesn't like you. He'll throw you under the bus. So 
all signs looking pretty good here. Poke around. There's some great numbers for Highland here. 70 to 1 we've got up here. There's some 80 to 1s around if you, if you take some time and look. So really like Highland here in what, again, is a really murky market. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest, I don't think Highland's likely to win, but that number should be, you know, in the 20s at this point based on what we've seen and what we've started to read from Nuggets Media and stuff. So grab some Highland at a big number and we'll have some fun with that. Maybe add another number later. But, again, this is a tough award. So we'll grab a big number and have some fun. Yeah, I mean, it's a good team too, and I, I don't know what are what are they projected to be as far like as like fourth, year? fifth seed in the West. Um, three, we might actually seed, talk about years, them. Yeah, three seed, two years in a row. Like it's it's a team that can compete, maybe with not the tippy top of the Western Conference, but it can be there in the three, four, five seed. And when you're getting you know high leverage games at the end of the year, and you've had a rookie playing well. It's a good way to get your name into a discussion like this in a media award. So, yeah, I just found some 80 to 1 while you were yapping, and I'm in. I'm all in. I am in. Some There's some people in the uh, chat mentioning there's some other places that have 80 to 1. So 70, 80 to 1, ludicrous. It is un- Solicited ludicrous un- yesterday. unseemly. Well, chicken and beer. Yeah, Luda. Mm, keep it on the hush. Uh, speaking of not keeping you on the hush. We're going to blast this to everybody possible. Arizona, where are you at? Arizona is now open for business. Obviously, it's been a while, but we have... We'll Congratulations, have Kyle. Yeah, loves or Yeah, the one guy, Kyle, and maybe Penny gets an account, and I don't know if I know anyone Penny's else lives in Arizona yeah. that's... Um, anyway, wife, we will have a... Yeah, everyone. Everyone's getting an account. We will have some links shortly for... Arizona residents, Arizona residents will be eligible to sign up for WinBet. And, you know, it does get, I've heard it gets cold at night. You might need a fleece. You might need a cool rope hat. You might need a thousand dollar risk, you know, risk free bet. Get the gear. It says it right here. Hit hit us for details. If you're scared to go to church, I know it hurts, but we're (laughs) signing up for WinBet and getting a fleece and a hat and a thousand dollar risk free bet using promo code. Betsperts 1000. Who says And no. with that, I'm going to go get a uh, Nishan Highland tattoo. And we'll be back <laughs> tomorrow for Win by Wednesday. That's right, folks. Bones. And definitely not the show, Bones. <laughs>